0: Hey, what's up? This is Corey Dion Lewis, clinical health coach and host of the Healthy Project podcast. Now, the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review. Or you can also make a donation to The Healthy Project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you for (laughs) listening. Thank you for watching The Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I got the homie today. I'm not even taking this This (laughs) seriously.
1: I told you we'd start laughing right away as soon as you started.
0: Yes. So, Dr. Shayla Morris, I'll let you break down your whole credentials because I know there's there's an alphabet behind your name, and I don't want to disrespect you, but not only are you a panelist for My City, My Health 2023, you were a panelist 2022 for the very first My City, My Health, Yes. and we're running it back. So tell the people who don't already know – a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Sure, Um, so as you said, Dr. Shayla Morris, I'm a pharmacist by trade. Uh, My current title is clinical pharmacy coordinator at Brownlands Medical Center. Most people don't quite know what that means, (laughs) um, but I like to explain it as my main role is starting different pharmacy-led services throughout the hospital, uh, focusing on outpatient clinics, ambulatory care, but we also do a ton of community outreach and patient education and advocacy.
0: Yeah, so a whole lot.
1: Yes. <laughs> a whole lot going
0: on. Um, and I had the opportunity, so as the health coach, I had the opportunity to work before we even got to work in the clinic. We did that's a, That project's a whole nother story. We ain't going to do that today. Mm-hmm. But
1: <laughs> well, it's a good background, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, how could a pharmacist and a health coach work together?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? It's like, well, it works – it works really well and Absolutely. we we have a patient that really really loves <laughs> that she can see both of us on the same day so but you won't be doing that anymore cuz you'll be coordinating the people who will be mm-hmm. in the clinic
1: but i think that <laughs> speaks to healthcare in general it's all about collaboration right yes. so a pharmacist doesn't just deal with medication even though we're experts in it we still help mm-hmm. with lifestyle things some patients may tell you know one provider something and not another provider yep. so i think we work so well together because we can collaborate on what's best for our patient.
0: Yeah. And it, it just, it, it works well. It, it was my first time collaborating with anybody outside of like just talking to the other health oh, coach. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never, just showed up. <laughs> you, just, you just showed up. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. It was my first time. And it was, it was, I knew it was going to be cool. Cause we mm-hmm. had already, we had already connected. Yeah. But like, it was just like more curiosity of like, I wonder what it's going to be like working with a pharmacist too. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was dope. It was dope. So my city, my health. Yes. Tell me, you know, your first thoughts from the first one. Let's start with that. You know, what going into it, Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts? You know, what did you think about my city, my health?
1: Well, and I had just started at Bromance too in April. Brand new. And then I think maybe by like, June or July you're like hey I'm putting on this (laughs) conference you want to be in it I'm like okay I don't know what you want me to talk about but sure so I went into and I didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. and honestly my mind was blown that's dope because I'm from Des Moines and I've grown up here born and raised we just have not had anything like this before specifically around health equity Mm -hmm. and then all of the different types of people that we have in the city where can we all come together to discuss topics like that so I think This was the first conference of its kind where we could all come and just listen and just take in other people's experiences and what they're going through with their clients or patients Mm -hmm. and get that feedback off of each other. And it was such a vibe.
0: It was such a vibe. (laughs) And people like you wouldn't think that that little piece would make a huge difference. It, it does. Man. It's
1: that inclusion piece. We didn't feel like. I didn't
0: think it was the inclusion it's piece. It's inclusion
1: because just because you're in one sector or one field, you didn't feel separated. Right. We were all together and learning from each other. Definition of inclusion.
0: Definition. Definition of inclusion. And, you know, the reason why, not only because you were the homie, and um, <laughs> the reason why I wanted you specifically in the prevention panel mm-hmm. Um was because of my experience with being the health coach and working and working with the pharmacist. And I don't think we were really working... You, I don't know if you were in the clinic seeing patients quite yet, mm-hmm. but the idea of pharmacy and prevention yeah. was intriguing to me. And I don't think a lot of people make that connection.
1: I don't think so either, but I love that because I get to help explain it to people. Yes, so most explain of t- that to us. A lot of times... And well. It makes sense, right? Something's wrong with you, so you get a medication, and so it's Mm -hmm. treatment, but a lot of medications also prevent further disease, further complications, Mm -hmm. or further worsening um, of organs or other disease states. And so sometimes people have to take a medication to prevent, you know, a future heart attack or stroke. Sometimes right. we're taking something to protect our liver or kidneys. And then I always love to tell people, my favorite part is if I can take you off medication too, mm. because while we're using this medication to uh, solve or fix what's going on right now, we're also learning other skills like that lifestyle piece, nutrition, right. or whatever else. Since I mostly work in chronic disease states, and so once we're getting that information, then we can back off of those medications. Yeah.
0: I think, I think pharmacists get a, get a bad rap.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's slowly changing Um, for good or for worse. The pandemic pushed pharmacy kind of out to the Mm -hmm. forefront because we had to do a lot of things we weren't used to and you couldn't always go into, you know, your physician's clinics or doctor's appointments or anything like that. So, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times the only person a patient was able to talk to was a pharmacist right
0: something i heard during that time too from other pharmacists was let me work at the very top of my license Mm -hmm. but what is that for you what does that look like if you were like to work at the very top of your license what what does that look like for you
1: so a lot of people don't know that a pharmacist does have a doctorate degree we went to school for four Mm -hmm. years Um, We learn all about the medications but also what it does to the body. We learn about lab Mm -hmm. values. We learn how to interpret things and adjust uh, management of disease states or medications. And so while I don't want to diagnose or tell you what's going on, I can help you figure out what's best for you in your specific situation. And so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the people, especially when they think of the community pharmacy setting or retail, they're like, ah, all right, you got my prescription. Why don't you just slap a label on it and put in a bottle and hand it out to me. They don't know. We're checking to see if there's drug interactions. We're trying to see if, um, you know, you're supposed to have this medication or it's the correct dose for you. And then there's Mm -hmm. other types of pharmacies. So we have critical care pharmacists. We have uh, oncology pharmacists. We have anything where you Mm -hmm. have a physician, there's a pharmacist. And so in our primary care clinic and what we started um, once the physician or provider decides, hey, you need like a little bit more in-depth education or or management go see our pharmacist I see those patients actually more frequently than they go see the physician Mm -hmm. and we get to really hone in and focus on that and from my experience and I hope my patients experience they just come out so much more educated and empowered about what's going on with them
0: yeah and then from a health coaching perspective I don't got to worry about that because I already (laughs) know you're going to deal with it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean even even if, if they're seeing you before they see me or they're seeing me and then they're seeing you I know that I don't have to work. They're they're going to ask questions while I'm on this medication, this, that, and the third. Have you said? Have you met Shayla yet? Okay. Well,
1: and I do the same thing too. She- <laughs> they're talking about all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, so we talked a little bit about our eating habits, but have you talked to our health coach, Corey? Yes. He, he'd be great, and I love when we get to tag team. Yes. So I'll see someone. I'm like, okay, go wait in the lobby, and I'm knocking on your door. Hey, Corey, let me talk about this patient real quick <laughs> that's waiting for you. <laughs>
0: It's it's so it's so awesome, and I think for a lot of people, myself included, mm-hmm. because the same way people don't think there's health coaches in clinics, right? Like I feel like a lot of people think when they think pharmacists, they think Walgreens, right, or whatever.
1: And but we need those pharmacists too. Absolutely. They're so important.
0: Absolutely, but they're not thinking. Why would a pharmacist be like? In the clinic. Oh, right? yeah. You, you know what I mean? Even the
1: first couple of times I might see a patient, they're like, okay, so who do I need to talk to to change my medication? I'm like, what? Well, I, I can do that for you because I have an agreement with your provider and they've said, right. hey, we can do this. Everything's charted, everything's documented. But trust me, I know what's going yeah. on with this medicine. When you come in next time and you're telling me all of these side effects or symptoms, The pharmacist is probably the one that's going to be able to identify what's going on.
0: Can we talk about side effects and stuff like that real quick? Because um, I think that's kind of maybe where a little bit of the bad rap comes Mm -hmm. from is they're going to give me a pill that's supposed to help my left arm and my right leg goes numb. (laughs) I don't
1: want that. my neighbor's grandma took it and yeah. we're in the hospital now and I'm not yeah. doing that
0: so, so how do you combat that mm-hmm. because that can be any medication yeah that's absolutely. not your fault but we
1: did not make the drug you didn't
0: make the drug but how do you knowing that there will be side effects mm-hmm. do you do you prepare your patient for that like what are some of the things that you're trying to like let them know like hey these Could happen, may Mm -hmm. not. Like, how does that conversation go? Yeah,
1: again, it all goes back to education and empowerment. Mm -hmm. So, when we're deciding on kind of next steps, because I do have that extra time, I kind of talk through why I'm choosing that for them. So, Mm -hmm. hey, We're talking about medication X. I think this would be good for you because it'll help. I'll just talk about diabetes for a second. It'll help lower your blood sugars. You might see some weight loss here. And I know those are goals of yours that you want to work on. Um, Now, here are some common side effects. Kind of run through the Mm -hmm. generic list. Um, Some people will get that little pamphlet and it's got 20 different things on yeah. it so we have to mm. kind of talk about that but I would let them know hey these are common side effects um, some of them you know may go away over time if it's ever overly bothersome come let us know and I think that's a mm. big issue patients will just stop but not tell anybody so say mm. you didn't have that close follow-up your provider started doing something you have an appointment in three months well you took it and you didn't feel good for a couple of days so you stopped and nobody knew for three months yeah And so now we have some like clinical inertia going on where it's not like your readings or values are getting better no one knows you're not feeling good because of the medication or it could even assess if it that was the true reason and now you're just kind of stagnant for three months
0: yeah because that communication wasn't there exactly
1: and so I always try to empower my patients I'm like you contact me if something's going on if there's an issue with price You let me know if for Mm -hmm. some reason you couldn't get it for a couple of days or it's too expensive. Like, we have different avenues. And so Mm -hmm. I think just letting the patient know that you're not just giving them something, but you're part of a team with them.
0: Yes. And that's the other part. When we're talking, going back to, like, prevention. Yes. Is the the information that you can give a patient.
1: Knowledge is power.
0: Knowledge is power. (laughs) And, one, they don't know where to – I mean, I can only assume a lot of them don't know where to start. They don't know what questions to ask. Yeah. And uh, allowing them to ask those questions in a safe place and you being able to give them the resources. Mm -hmm. I've I've experienced you even finding resources for people to get maybe lower, um, lower copays or prescriptions or whatever the case may be.
1: And I think a lot of the times people, just like you said, they don't know how or what to ask mm-hmm. and so they don't know that there are resources available and so that's a really difficult thing I think for some people to get over too. because when you go into a physician's office or a doctor's office you're like okay cool they're gonna tell me what to do but you have to advocate for yourself too yeah, and let them know what your health goals are
0: right do you feel like you do a lot more education in your session in your with your patients oh yeah then you thought you would or
1: I I would honestly probably say most of the times uh, the first session I may not even make a change unless it's something like crazy crazy it's more of like a hey, we're getting to know you, what are your goals, what are things that you want to work on, or what are things you want to avoid, right? Going back to Mm -hmm. that prevention piece, I have a ton of patients that have a huge family history for cardiac or heart issues. Mm -hmm. They have had someone had to get something amputated or something's happened to them in the past and they don't want that experience again. So I need to know that. So that way when we're making changes or coming up with a plan, we can keep that in the forefront,
0: right? Have you, have you ever experienced somebody that you were you were helping them with their medication? They were doing everything they could do, or they can, and there was a time where you're like, "Hey, you don't need this medication," right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever <laughs> experienced someone being like scared of that? Yeah, like yo, like I don't want to get off this medication.
1: Yes, and I think that. Is such an interesting piece of our healthcare care, too, because mm. medications don't fix everything. They do a ton, right. but especially in the primary care, you know, family medicine, chronic disease world, um, it's helping. But then there's other things we have to work on. And sometimes people mm. will use it as a crutch a little bit yeah and that's hard to tell someone right and it's like no you can do this yeah and so what i personally like to do with patients i'm always like okay well let's kind of reduce we'll we'll go down on the dose see how it's going if it go, you know your readings go back mm-hmm. up or whatever cool we know but if it goes down and it's fine that's a good thing right like <laughs> that's a good thing that's what we want you don't have to be afraid of change whether that's starting Mm -hmm. something or stopping something and again i just think it goes back to letting them know what to expect letting them know you're available to answer questions and that safe space especially when it comes to their health care
0: yeah i i find that very very funny
1: it's interesting i also have some patients i tell them they don't need to necessarily see me anymore and they're like but I want to keep coming to see you. <laughs> I'm like, so now I just tell him like, no, you, you graduated. You graduated.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so, you've graduated. You graduated. Congratulations. If you need
1: me, I'm here, but you don't need me right now. You got this. Right. Now go help somebody <laughs> else.
0: <laughs> I know that's That's so fun. I feel like people get so attached to the person that they feel like and you did say, you know, you saved their life in a way. Right. So it's like, well, if it wasn't for Shayla or whomever, my A1C wouldn't be normal. If I leave them now, yeah. I'm, now I'm scared. Even though they've done, they're the ones going they, out for exactly. the walks. They're the ones making sure they're taking their medications exactly. on time.
1: And that's what I tell them: like, you did this when yeah. you leave this office. You have ample time and space to do whatever, but you chose to do the right thing, and right. that's why you're improving. And can stay that way. And you're preventing yes. other things from happening Absolutely. to
0: you. What are some things that, you know, that you're working on right now as far as prevention going into the fall school, mm-hmm. school all that? What are some things that you're doing currently to uh, get prepared for prevention? Yes.
1: Yes. Um, school season means kids need vaccines kids need physical Mm -hmm. so we're kind of prepping the hospital getting ready for that especially you know there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy and stuff and I won't get too much into that Uh Um, but again it's just knowledge Mm -hmm. and letting people know what is safe Um, at the end of the day you do what's right for you but we also need to protect our community too Um, Mm -hmm. one thing we've been ramping up and we have talked about this before we started our meds to beds program so When patients are getting discharged from the hospital on the inpatient side, we're able to bring up their medications to them and counsel them before they leave. And I just think that's been fantastic because, one, patients know exactly what's being given to them in a time where they're like, get me out of here. I'm ready (laughs) to go. I don't want to stop anywhere and wait for like another hour for my medicines. Um, But we're also catching, you know, any cost issues. Sometimes patients don't always pick up their medicines, but if we know that, we can send like a heads up to the provider and say, hey, FYI, Johnny didn't take this antibiotic right now, so maybe mention that or, you know, discuss something at your follow-up visit, Um, so there's just more communication, and so I think that's so great because so many things can go wrong when you leave the hospital. You. What if you don't exactly know what's changed and they told you stop something, but you have two bottles of it at home. Now yeah. you're taking that with something new they gave you and it's not yeah,
0: it's not a good look.
1: Yeah. So just that extra counseling and education piece, I think, has been so great. So we're really hoping to expand that right. soon.
0: Are there a lot of systems that have pharmacists, a part of care teams? So like from from my own experience, mm-hmm. health coach, I don't know of a whole lot of p- places in iowa mm-hmm. that have a health coach and a pharmacist a part of a patient's care team mm-hmm. i don't i personally don't know many yeah i have a friend who's a health coach in new york he's a part of a care team and they do mm-hmm. like they almost had almost the exact same setup yeah as far as having a, a pharmacist health coach uh social i have a social worker um And their provider.
1: So they've got everybody. Yeah. I love working with social workers. Yeah, they have the
0: whole thing, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is is it not as common to have a pharmacist a part of a care team? Or is it more common than I just don't know?
1: A little bit of both, if that makes sense.
0: (laughs) Explain, please. (laughs) So,
1: like, in the hospital setting, there's definitely Mm -hmm. pharmacists. I think it also depends on, like, your size, too, right? Because you said Mm. your friend is from New York. Yes. So they've got Uh a ton of people, a lot larger teams. Somewhere like Iowa. We do have them, just not in every single one, at least in primary care or family medicine, like, because I'm ambulatory care. Right. Um, So that means... You walk in and you walk out because I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't want to see you every single day <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> um, but ideally, it's just another supportive piece. Mm-hmm. And one pharmacist can help, you know, multiple physicians, obviously. Right. And so it's just one thing that takes something off of the provider's plate. It's something that offers more education and support to the patients. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a different viewpoint, too. One person can't do everything. Like, we need yeah. that collaborative team.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so cool. So talking a little bit more about the conference this year, mm-hmm. you're back on the prevention panel. Yes. Is there anything that you're excited about talking about, something that you want to talk about uh, that maybe we talked about last year or we didn't or whatever? Is there anything thats um, that you're hoping comes out of this year's conference?
1: Ooh, that's kind of a loaded question because last so. year was so awesome. Last year
0: was so awesome, <laughs> man. And
1: I, I, another reason why I think this conference is so cool is because it's so organic. Yeah. And the conversations and the ideas that come out of it, you can try to prep, but you can't really you prep, can't so it's re- cool. Yeah. But I think that one thing I really want to reinforce is we're all in this together, right? Even if you're not in healthcare. There's someone that's having health issues that listens to you, and mm. there's someone that maybe just needs that extra push or extra, you know, in- words of encouragement to do what they need to do.
0: Yeah, and so
1: that is so important. I don't think people realize the weight that their words have.
0: Yo, that's <laughs> that's real.
1: People because don't
0: the, know the weight that their, their words, words have. have. Yeah.
1: Because I've had patients come in and they were like, you know, this person said this to me or or I've been through this and it just takes one person to mm-hmm. push them in that right direction and you can do that regardless of if you're in the healthcare space or not.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And that's what Shayla, if I'm being if I, <laughs> can I have an honesty moment right
1: now. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yo, I'm so nervous about this conference.
1: Why? Let's talk about this for a second. Let me interview you. Let's yeah. talk about this for a second.
0: Because the first conference went triple platinum.
1: It did. And
0: everybody's waiting for the second album to drop.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. And you don't want to hit that sophomore <laughs> slump. don't want to hit the <laughs>
0: sophomore slump. Now, mind you, I had Iowa City. I'm not I'm not trying to discount mm-hmm. Iowa City. This you know is the OG me? conference. But this is the OG conference, mm-hmm. right? There's a higher expectation mm-hmm. for Des Moines. And don't get me wrong, we got some killers on the like oh, we yeah. got some heavy hitters on this on this com- we got some coming back. You, we have a couple other ones that come back from last year. Mm-hmm. But man, the I I am like, please. Like, do I gotta hit somebody with a folding chair to make this thing go viral? <laughs> Like I, I can't, this can't, this can't. I'll, I'll say this, because it can. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any control. Whoever's there is going to get very valuable information. Oh yeah. And it's gonna be fire, but I just, I just put so much pressure on myself for it to be, mm-hmm. the same level of energy as last year. And I think the energy was there because, like you said, it was never. It was inclusive, and it was never really done before like that. Mm -hmm. So as people were coming in and seeing it, you could see like the the energy level rise. Like, yo, this is not what I was expecting.
1: Well, let me put on my supportive team member collaborative (laughs) hat for you. (laughs) It's not just you, right? Mm. So especially because some of the panelists have been there before. People kind of know what to expect a little bit right not everything i think they're already going to come in with that energy yep and that's what makes it amazing if you come in there with your authentic self you're open Mm -hmm. and you're just accepting what's going on and you're really willing to listen and hear and have those conversations that's what makes it amazing. Yeah, it's not just you. You, it's it's a lot. You don't get me no, wrong. No, no, it's I a think, ton, I know exactly what you're saying, but it's, though. it's a team mm-hmm. that creates that atmosphere. Yeah, that's going to keep making people want. You to
0: know come what back. I'm. You know what I'm excited about. Because last year you were. Hella nervous.
1: Oh, I was so nervous. So nervous <laughs> because <of> the- I- <laughs> listen, like I said, you asked me to do this like three months into my job. I'm still figuring out what do I even no. do at work so I don't get fined, and I still get this paycheck coming in. I've never been on a. <laughs> panel before ever. You have me up next to people that have done like such amazing fantastic things. Zakia with her business. Dr. Harvey who's like such a pillar and I'm sitting here like okay cool I guess Corey wants me to be up here. I know we're friends and everything.
0: (laughs) But I can't wait to see the confidence and the sweat. Yeah I've been here this time. I know what's up. I
1: will take that challenge. Yes
0: I am Dr. (laughs) Shayla Morris.
1: (laughs) well and i think that it's hard to see yourself in that position too like yes. you can say amazing things about me and i'm like boy stop right. And i can do the same to you and you're like girl please but that's kind of what it's all about that's too. What Like it's all we about. hype each other up because we're awesome as a community
0: Absolutely.
1: we do great things we do great
0: things mm-hmm. yes and that's gonna be so it's gonna be so much fun i am not on a panel this year so i'm like super excited just to like take it all in
1: are you not moderating anything
0: no. Well, oh. I wasn't supposed to monitor, moderate last year. Oh,
1: okay. You shout stepped out to, it up. <laughs> shout out to Jody
0: Long because she mm-hmm. was supposed to be the moderator for the first panel. Okay. But she got sick.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So
0: she, uh, so she couldn't do it. So I stepped in. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm like the sixth man. Okay. So like, if anybody has an issue or can't do it, mm-hmm. I'll step in, you know what I mean, and be a moderator. But um, honestly, I just want to soak it all in and just like watch Mm -hmm. like all these great people talking about great dope stuff
1: can i tell you one thing i remember from last year so no it's good it's good okay so so on my panel when we had the q a right yes it kept going and going shayla and i loved it but then i looked down and i was like are we still supposed to be talking like is there a time limit (laughs) I swear I might have even looked over it. She once I was like, "Are we?" Because it was like almost thirty. It, ma- it was something ridiculous, but uh, I loved it.
0: It was, <laughs> it was so good that we had to add more time. To, cause I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, how. that's
1: how you know your audience is engaged they're there for the right reasons yes this is not a conference where you're like okay well my job's making me go so let me go yep oh yeah i guess i gotta do this thing like everyone was there because they wanted to be
0: everybody had had something to say and you can tell it was it was from a sincere place it wasn't like Mm a let me get the mic so I could talk about what no, I want. That no, authenticity was unmatched. It was very authentic, <laughs> it, but imagine being the one running the conference and being like, "Yo, we were supposed to have a break five minutes ago." You did say that. <laughs> like, like we, like we gotta stop. So then, what? Camille, Larry, Larry was like. Hey, I'm just gonna cut them off. Like, say one. More, like, we got just to cut
1: off the mic. Just start playing the what is that? The send-off send off music from the stage. Yeah. But it was it was such a natural back it and was. forth. And so I'm very excited to see that again. It's been a year. People yes. have learned. People are doing different things. So yes. it's just gonna be a lot of newness.
0: A lot of newness. A lot of excitement, and um, it's it's going to be dope, and uh, hopefully on time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as much as it can be. <laughs> it can
0: be. Uh, Shayla, thank you so much thank for you, for doing I knew this was gonna be dope. Like I <laughs> I wasn't even stressed about it. But um for those who are listening, watching, mm-hmm. that uh want to connect with you, where can they find you?
1: Uh you can find me on LinkedIn, uh mm-hmm. Shayla Morris, Farm D B C A C P. Um open to any Questions, comments, ideas. Consulting. Yes, consulting. um, Not only on pharmacy-related things, but health equity, DEI, and the healthcare Mm. space, um, and inclusivity with collaboration on healthcare teams.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about your consulting?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) A little
0: bit. (laughs) A little bit. Tell me, how's that? Tell me... I know you just said, you know, DEI, pharmacy, mm-hmm. everything. What can you do for, like, what do you do for an organization? Like, what, when you say, I'm, I'm, I can consult for you, um, what's the home run for them? What do they get?
1: You are getting a new aspect in view of ideas of how – in this super weird landscape of healthcare we're in right now, Mm -hmm. because it's very awkward. And I think there's a lot of changes, not only for providers and people on the team, but for patients as well, how we can open those doors so that everyone feels safe Mm. and everyone feels like they are cared for and they're in a place where they need to be. Like I said, whether that's the providers because there's been a lot of issues with staff being treated inappropriately, whether that's in an organization or outside of it from the patients, whether that's the patients coming in and feeling Mm -hmm. like they can be their authentic selves and deserve the best care that they need. Um, That's what I can help you out with, see what kind of issues are going on and how we can effectively fix those.
0: That's real. And I'll make sure I link your LinkedIn profile
1: for anybody that wants
0: to connect with you and rock with you on um, getting their organization back on track. I
1: appreciate you, Corey, from day <laughs> one. Day one, you're like, we're going to do this together. I'm like, okay, cool. But you, you've you always meant it, and I appreciate that, genuinely. Oh, of course. <laughs>
0: you're the homie. Everybody, again, Shayla, thank you for being here. Thank you for appreciate having it. me. Everybody, thank you for watching the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll let you next time.